0: Hi there, welcome to Take the Stage, the podcast for speakers on The Speaking Life. We're going to dive into what it means to run a speaker business, how to get booked, how to keep your records, how to create messages that matter and make a difference. I'm Mary Snyder. I'm your host. I'm so excited you're here, and I'm here to help you take the stage. Hey there, today we are talking about a topic that I have never discussed on the podcast in almost three years. So I know I'm just as shocked as you are. So we are going to dive into a really interesting conversation. But before we do that, I have two things to remind you and one new thing. Number one is, are you in the Facebook group? Take the stage speakers. Very easy. Just head over there, join the group. Second, are you on my email list? Now, not just any email list. Are you on the Activate waitlist? It doesn't mean you're required to join Activate when it starts in just uh, a few weeks. It's coming up so soon. But if you are interested in Activate, I want you to get on the list. Now, here's how you're going to do it. There is a link in the show notes that you will click. It's a special link It'll be in the show notes. It'll be on my blog. It will be in the Take the Stage group. And I'm telling you all this because if you're considering Activate, the wait list is going to have a great little surprise in it, something I haven't done in a long time. So the third thing is, I don't know if I've told you all this, but I now work with nonprofits and for-profits who are looking to tell their message in a more effective way. So if you are interested in that, if that is something that is in your wheelhouse, then you can reach me at mary at impactwithstory.com. Yep, that's the new, let's say, well, business that I started. I've got this with speaker coaching in the podcast And now I work directly with organizations who want to tell a better story. So you'll find that over at impactwithstory.com. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about how to have a conversation with an event planner. Now, not just any event planner, but one who will potentially book you. I've given you so much information on how to reach out, how to connect with them, but what do you do once you get the connection? What's the next step? So that's what this show is about. What do you do when you finally get the meeting? So we're going to get you ready for the meeting. So number one, be prepared. Now, are you meeting in person Or are you meeting on video? I'm going to talk mostly about video because that is so much easier for people these days. And event planners love it because they can control their schedule more effectively. So let's assume video, but all of this can be the same as in person. So, number one, I want you to be praying about this Lord, what do you want me to do with this meeting? And then I want you to be ready with a list of questions. You're going to walk in that meeting, you're going to do the intros, you're going to do the connection and ask about her family, where does she live, all the things that you want to do to build that relationship. Now, you're communicators, this is probably easy for you, but let's hit some of the high points. I am a take charge, decisive, get it done person. I have to remind myself that not everyone is like me. So when I go into a meeting with a new person, I always go in with great curiosity. And not just about the business. I go in with great curiosity about the person. So when you first meet your event planner, a great question is, well, tell me about you. Open-ended questions. Another great question to build rapport You're going to find some things about her. Maybe you both raise daughters. Maybe you both have Mustang cars. I don't know. Maybe your husbands both love to fish. Find your connections. This is what builds relationships. Event planners book people they like. People that they believe in, but also people they like. And you're a likable person. So find that connection. Another great question to ask her is how long have you been in this role? How long have you been the director of women's ministries or the event planner for the church? Whatever her title is, ask her about her role. People love to share their stories. Let's get in to the questions of the event. These are the questions that I want you to really be leaning in and listening to. Now, you're always listening well, but when I'm doing video, I make real sure that I maintain eye contact with the camera. I know our gut, we want to look at the person, but maintain eye contact with the camera because it feels like I'm looking directly at her. And I'm also will remind whoever I'm meeting, I'm going to be taking notes down here. And I actually have an iPad that I take my notes on. So if I look down, please know, it's not because I'm not paying attention. I'm just writing something down really amazing that you shared with me. So setting that stage allows you to be able to take some notes and still go back and forth. Now, do not do this. Do not put your head down and start writing and never look at her again. I was in a meeting and it wasn't that long ago, y'all. There were three of us in the meeting and a lot of talking. And one of the people in the meeting, one of the three, She had her head down and she was writing the whole time. She would lift her head, ask a question, and we would respond. And then she would put her head back down. It was so disconcerting to me. So don't do that. Here are some great questions to begin to open up and find out about the event. Tell me about your event. Open-ended. Just tell me all about it. Once she unpacks that, How many years have y'all been doing this? Do you do it once a year? Do you do it twice a year? Here's a great one. What is your favorite memory of this event? And another great one is, what are one of your favorite speakers? And then when she tells you, oh, it was so-and-so, well, why is she one of your favorites? Listen well. She is going to tell you what she needs in that response. And then, as you continue to have the conversation, and she's probably interjecting some questions to you at this point. Once you move into the event, ask this What are you looking for from a speaker? And this is where you will find the answers to how to respond to all of her questions. Now, I'm not saying you're going to shift who you are. That is absolutely not the case. But what I am saying is that you will listen carefully. And if she said that she loved so-and-so speaker, Susie Sally. Susie Sally was great. Our women loved her. They laughed all night long. They talked about it all day at church the next day. Maybe she wants somebody who's entertaining. Maybe she says, oh, we love uh, Beth Ann Johnson. Why did you love Beth Ann? What'd you love about Beth Ann? Beth Ann, she just was so deep. She challenged my women so much. We started a Bible study two weeks later, and I'm telling you, it changed the way we do ministry around here. She's looking for great depth. She's looking for a walk away challenge. Now, you're a professional speaker. You have a message. You can do this. Now, if you find that you're not the entertaining speaker, you may say, Well, are you looking for someone who really is more of an entertainer? Somebody that's going to make everyone laugh. And if you're not that person, it is okay right there to say, Well, I'm just, that's just not who I am. And there is nothing wrong with that. She may say, Oh, but that's not what we're looking for this year. She may say, Oh, well, that was fun but we're looking for something different. That's why I wanted to meet with you. Don't expect to have to morph who you are, who God's created you to be, and your message into a vessel that was not for you. When you are listening well to what she is saying, that helps you craft your responses. So let's say she said, "Bethan," when it's your turn to begin to to talk about your message, you can say, well, one of the things I love to do is I have a challenge at the end of the message. And I challenge women. But for the next five days, they do these three things. And I actually have a PDF download that I give them to follow up on that. Something along those lines. Now, if you are that person who is half comedian, half speaker, you can say, Making people laugh is one of my favorite things to do because I believe when you're laughing, it opens your heart up to hear more from Jesus. Listen well and craft your responses to meet her needs, but still be 100% who you are. God's created you for this. This is your opportunity. Now, as the meeting comes to a close, I want you to think about this question. And this is one that you really want to remember. If she's wrapping it up and she thanks you for your time and she said, thank you so much for meeting with me. I've really loved getting to know you. Ask, when do you expect to make a decision? That is nothing wrong with that question. And if she said, well, we're meeting next week. And the committee said two weeks, you write that day on it. And then you say, would it be okay with you if I follow up with you after that meeting? She will very likely say, absolutely, follow up with me. And then follow up with her. Even if she tells you that it's a no. Ask this question. Would it be okay if I checked in with you in a few months? Follow up is essential as a speaker. It really is important that we stay connected to people that we build relationships with. This is someone who considered booking you. And if you continue this relationship, it is very likely that you will get a booking in the future. Now, this has just been a short podcast on how to have a conversation with an event planner. I want to recap it really quickly for you. So let's go over it. Number one, be prepared. We talked about praying, but also knowing what is this event about? Do as much research as you can. Be ready to be on camera. Talk to the camera. Ask questions. So be prepared. Be ready. Ask questions. Listen carefully. Don't do what, I'm just going to share something my father-in-law used to do. You knew when you were talking to him. Sometimes he listened, but as he got older, he was, while you were talking, he was fabricating what he was going to say next, because he always wanted to have a, a big laugh or a funny saying, and you could see the wheels turning, and he wasn't listening to the words coming out of your mouth. He was fabricating in his mind, what was he going to say to the group next? And we can do the same thing. I've done it. I'm sure you've done it too. When you are in a meeting or you're in a group and somebody's talking, you just kind of zone them out because you're thinking about what you want to know. Do not do that. Be actively listening. That's why I take notes because it keeps me in the conversation. And then ask when she expects to make a decision and follow up, follow up, follow up. All right. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I hope all your conversations with event planners and everyone else goes exactly the way you want them to. Bye for now. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you will find links in the show notes, and those can be found wherever you're listening to this or at takethestagepodcast.com. I'm Mary R. Snyder, and as always... I am here to help you craft a message that matters and take that message to the stage. Until next week, have a good one.